Welcome, listeners, to another episode. Uh, today is November 30th, uh, 2017, and it is uh, Thursday. Uh, this is Bad Driver. And this is Tech Support. And I am MAGA, and together we are stereotypes. Yeah, stereotypes. Yeah, so uh, welcome back, everybody. I hope everyone enjoyed their uh, holiday uh, break. We, um, in this episode, we're going to continue our topic of selective service system. Um, and we did, uh, we went to the first question, and the second question is, uh, we were into that, and we were going to finish that and go into the third question here. Um, it obviously got pretty... Uh, Heated last time, so we wanted to uh, just kind of carry it on because there was a lot to talk about. Um, but I think where we left off of mainly um, was, you know, tech support. Uh, it was mainly the second question: Should selective service include women, 18 to 25 years old as well? Yeah. And um, I think uh, Bad Driver and myself, we both. Well, I I say yes. I think Bad Driver is completely against the selective service system altogether. Is that right, Bad Driver? Um, I am, but if it's if it's enforced, then I think women should have the same uh, responsibility as well. If it continues to be, you know, a law. Yes, that's yeah. kind of my thing too. Like, I mean, I mean, I am. Uh, uh, in one of the episodes we talked about, and I was saying that if we have combat soldiers that are women, uh, I was against it, but since we are accepting it, I'm, I mean, uh, I'm not going to be 100% right every time, but I, I have my opinions, my stereotypes, and my uh, reasons behind my stereotypes. And the reason I say yes was uh, if that's the case if that's the case that we're taking them uh without uh, uh, if we're taking women men uh regardless uh to the uh, you know uh, in the military in the in the uh war zone yeah why not why we're leaving them behind women are nowhere uh, you know uh, less never less than any men why we're in this yeah, and I, I, I think I think what you and, and to kind of get some insight on tech support. I think you you feel that the selective service should you know include um, other services besides the military service. Yeah, and, uh, which is which is why you know you would definitely want to include women so they mm-hmm. could uh, you know be involved in those other services. Exactly. But you also mentioned you also talked about you know if. The basically the training, the military training, um, is not really it's not current to include women, and if it does include women, as far as the, the standardized training, yeah, it would make it a more a uh, it would make it more of a weaker military overall. Um, you know, it would kind of weaken our military uh, force. It, what, I'm, what I said was, if we make our standards based on gender, then we will have a weak military. If we uh, make our standards based on qualified people, regardless of gender, we're going to have the best military. 
and we will not be discriminating anyone. No, we won't. Um, I mean, uh, as I think we 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 went into argument, uh, you know, offline about this. But no, we we need people that are well rounded, not people that can pass every single test. Uh, we need you know, people who is uh, who. Uh, we need people in every section, but. We don't need all rounders. We, we need. But I mean, of course, yeah. We you of course we need specialties. Who, yeah, but, we need specialties, but, but we but don't it, really need all rounders. Especially war zone doesn't need all rounders. Uh, I mean, well, specific skills. When when I say well rounded, that means surviving skills. When I say well rounded, yeah, it, it means that you can shoot, no, you can run, skills, you no. can think, you can strategize. That's not all, all, all of it. Yes, you don't it is. Have to be, no, no, it's not. You don't have to be a math PhD in the war zone in Afghanistan. But we do hire, or we do have math PhD in our military. Well, I, I think within the military, the, the military force. There are many levels. There's obviously there's specialty levels, so there's people that do have specialty skills. Does anyone really agree but that war zone foot soldiers? Well, yeah, hold on. War zone. Yeah, interrupt. Specialty. So, yeah, just hold on. Hold on. You're interrupting. So, but uh, what I'm saying is, when people join the military, uh, men and women of all facets, I think there's people that join that do not have specialty skills, per se, um, and they're not, you know, they're, so they, therefore they're, they go out on general combat, you know, and they become um, private, and that's as far as they go. But then you get the specialty ones that are, you know, whether it's, it's higher uh, intellect uh, or higher physical set or whatever, whatever the specialty is, and I think that's when they become you know, a general and a sergeant, and, and they take more leadership roles. So I think within the military branches, there's, there's, there's um, avenues for those specialty skill sets on that, too. And so I think you're getting all different types of people that are joining the military, mm-hmm. and not all, of them, not all of them have specialty skill sets. I think there's, there's exactly. just general soldiers out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're saying specialty means a skill, uh, that uh, definitely not all the soldiers that uh, sign up for uh, Marine Corps or whatever uh, branch of military. No, they don't have it. But all should have one special skill when it comes to the combat uh, combat situation is uh, the, uh, the physical fitness. And that should be standard. And that's the skill that's the- that it requires. In that balance. Right. So, but, I mean, if, 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 let's say, yeah, I mean, you're right. But let's say I joined the military. I cannot run uh, a 40 yard dash in under 10 seconds. But once I go through training and all that, uh, then mm-hmm. I may be able to, you know. And Good. so it's not really That's a why special, we had not good. So it's not really a specialty skill set that you uh, have going in, but it may mm-hmm. be one that you inherit. Because yeah. it is a standardized test, like you're saying, exactly. and it does it does become a higher standard. But I mean, you do obviously if you're going to include if you're going to include women uh, into this boot camp training, um, 
they have, they have to factor that in. That doesn't mean it's going to weaken the system, but they just have to factor that in, those standardized um, I mean, benchmarks. The benchmark. What you misunderstood yeah. is I didn't say that everybody comes with the skill when they join the military. What I said was anybody who goes to a combat war, they have a set skill, and they also have to have a standard. And if they're not a specialty, their standard and the skill is their physical fitness. And that comes after the boot camp. I'm not talking about when going to the boot camp. I mean, well, regardless, okay, so even when you're even when you're out at war, even when you're out at war, I think. So I think the specialty skills versus the standardized skills is, mm -hmm. you know, not not every, every everyone's going to have the military standardized skill. Coming out of boot camp, training, coming out of the training, you at know, least, at least that they should, right, right. Standard. Yeah, so when you're going at the minimum, right. Right. So when you're going into yeah. battle uh, in the combat, you're going to have that standardized skill set, but you're not mm -hmm. going to have always a. I guess within the military realm, you're not always going to have a a specialty skill set when you're. Going no, to I I never said yeah. that. I never said that. All I said was only reason I was against it was that when we are approving, uh, when we approved recent the uh, 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 Rangers. Uh, who uh, were female, we actually had to cut down some of the uh, standards uh, that are set for did, rangers. Did you ever and, find out what, what they were? What what the standards were? Uh, the special, uh, the standards? Yeah. I, I was going to write <laughs> but it's 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 okay. I think I think I think the I think where we're at in the military right now is they're still trying to identify the the training program hmm. that would include men men and women as far as the benchmarks, you know. And I think that's why there's these loopholes that you're having that are occurring right now, you know, let's say the Rangers that um they had to bend the um, uh, what 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 was it? There was a perfect example that you had where you had a a, a friend that actually witnessed where it happened. Um, at the Navy, they yeah, the Navy. But I mean, that's just a perfect example <laughs> where they kind of they they bend the uh, end result to actually include uh, the one the woman soldier in there, and I think. That's obviously not. That's not good. That's not accurate. But I think, that, and that's because, and the only reason I think that occurs is because uh, there isn't a standardized training program out there yet for men and women to include the woman as well. So yeah. Um. <clears throat> and um. Excuse me. Uh. And uh. Well, that's where we at right now. So uh. Uh, uh, we're moving on to the next question, then. Uh, I mean, do you guys have anything to add to the I, to the gender uh, disconnection within the military service? We definitely have the gender disconnection. We uh, we need to treat everybody equally uh, to the point. That's all I have to say.
Okay, so I, I guess we we all then agree that on number two that the answer is yes. Yeah. Um, of course, we have different opinions within that. Um, but yeah, okay. So I, I definitely, I mean, this day and age, um, as that driver mentioned in the previous episode, the selective service system is dated and it just needs to be current. And, and that would be one of the things that they need to uh, get current is to include women 18 to 25 years of age as well. Um, the third question is, um, so currently not registering for the selective service has a lot of disadvantages. Um, uh, example is not receiving government aid, um, for higher education. Should people be penalized for not registering for the selective service? Even if they are yeah, not aware so. that it's required. What what's that? Even if they're they're not aware that it's required because um I read one instance where uh this guy he was in jail, I think since eighteen and then he got out, I think um about ten years later or something, or twelve or fifteen years later, and when he came out he no he no he was uh, above twenty five, so he could mm-hmm. could not register for selective service, uh, or he 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 wasn't eligible to register. So so when he's he you know was trying to get his life back together, and I, I think he was trying to get a a driver license. Um, they asked him if he if he uh, if he if he was ever registered for selective service, then he's like, "Oh, what's that?" You know, and and I guess eventually he found out where it is, but it was too late for him to register. So now he couldn't do anything because you need uh, to have registered in order to get a driver license or 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 anything um, where he was. Yeah. So 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 in that case, he was not aware. That uh, it was required, um, he was required to sign up uh, for for selective service at um, eighteen or eighteen between eighteen twenty five. So, okay, so he he was serving time during between eighteen twenty five. Is that yes, correct? Yes. Okay. Okay. His tech support. So, um, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, to me, is penalty like this that you cannot even get a driver's license if you don't, you know, register. These all kind of stuff are outdated. This needs to, uh, this whole, uh, you know, law needs to change and update it, update it, and which includes this state mandatory stops. Uh, uh, like, I think you're talking about Virginia? Uh, yeah. Uh, Virginia. Uh, Yes, well, yeah. um, I, I'm not sure where where um, the the story happened, but I know that um, uh, Virginia is one state where a driver license is. What you get your driver license, you have to uh, have selective service or have registered for it. Yeah, so uh, like state laws like these, and and are being still being enforced, are just absurd to me. There are a lot of weird state laws in, uh, in different states, and you know, people understand that, uh, but it got never changed. 
they don't get enforced. So it's common sense. If we're holding people hostage because he passed that age and he was unable to do it because of that reason, I mean, imagine if somebody came to the United States after that person is 25 and, uh, you know, passed that selective service, uh, you know, the date, uh, you know, the age, um, and becomes a United States citizen of, and lives in one of those states, how that person's going to get a driver's license? That's a good question. I mean, may, maybe there's an exception for, um, you know, um, immigrants. But, I mean, uh, if there is an exception for, uh, you know, valid reasoning, uh, uh, situations like uh, that person you said that was in the uh, uh, jail and came out should not happen. There should be a, uh, uh, you know, the valid reasoning for why he wasn't able to, you know, register. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, you know, kind of, kind of for me. I'm kind of on the fence on that because. He obviously committed a crime uh, during that time, and I think, you know, whatever prison that he was processed through, uh, I, I mean, I just think that that would be one of the things that would pop up on his record, you know, um, and that's another and that's another reason why I think it's, it's dated as well. I think if, if, we, if we would continue with the selective service system, I think it needs to be... Uh, more, more of a public record, um, more yes. accessible. So exactly. you know, when when somebody does commit a crime and they have to serve time, uh, as they're being processed into it, you know, that would be one thing that would pop up and should know? be included yeah. in voter registration, taxing, and all that. W two, you know, all that. Not W twos. I'm saying like 1099 or whatever. All okay. the taxes, it should be uh, uh, combined uh, with other agencies. Right. Make it cost effective and efficient and actually useful. Well, but, you know, this, you know, is, and I, I, this, is, the, this is the government we're talking about here. They, they, um, you know, they they separate yeah, we everything. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, they they have one one branch for or you know for one thing, and then they have another branch for one thing. I mean, of course, they in the uh, in the private sector. No, we have five yeah. different branches for one thing. Or that too, <laughs> you know. Or, or that too. So I mean, like you know, you know? W w with a private company, they will combine all of that into one department. But you know, with the government, I guess for you know, for some reason they had to split into five, um, and yeah, and so well, we have DA, I mean, we have ADA. yeah. I mean, we, yeah. I mean, we have. Uh, I mean, we have like five different like different um, bureaus, just you know, to do yeah, kind, kind of the same doing thing. The same thing. So it's uh, you know, kind of same thing. Stopping crime. <laughs> Like the Bureau of, uh, what, what was it? Drugs and alcohol or something? Yeah. And FBI, and, and then <laughs> and then Homeland Security. I mean, seriously. Let me ask you guys this, uh, guys this, because there was an individual that brought this question out, you know, and, it, and it, I wanted to bring it to the 
to this mm. to this uh, episode. But do you think that they should? And I'm sure bad drivers against this based off of you know. But do you think that um, as you as you graduate high school, you know, and I guess this, this will pertain to men and women. Do you think that they should mandate that everybody should serve like at least one year in um, you know government service, military service? I think they should, especially if you if you went to a public school. Yeah, I, you know, and it, it's, it's it's I just think um, just what you get out of serving you know the military, it's just such a all the values, and uh, I just think it's such a wholesome thing that what you get unless out of it. You're, um, you're, yeah, unless your leg has a little sprain or something, you can get out. You know? <laughs> well, you know, obviously, you, you have to go through the screening and the process, you know, to make sure that you're qualified, you know. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely think that would be uh, something because, you know, you're, you're, this government is doing so much for us as a whole. You know, uh, the military as a whole is doing so much for us, providing us safety um, and, and whatnot. And I, I don't know. I think I think it's definitely a way to give back. Um, besides paying taxes, and I understand we pay taxes, but I, I definitely think it's another way of uh, giving back to the government. See, it, 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 it's know? a it's a good yeah. thing that you you asked this question because I I, I was planning to to address this. Um, actually, uh, I would support that in in lieu of having selective service just a system because to me it just seems like a worthless system but if we remove selective service and then just mandate everyone to serve you know at least a year or maybe even two years and you know it doesn't have to be combat duties it can be both combat yeah. and non-combat it can be duties. anything you're in, 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 anything. in, in the military the country so, so I mean, I, I think I think that's a good thing because yeah, coming up down with my idea. Yeah, I think that's a good idea because it's first of all, I mean, the military teaches you some responsibility, some um, 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 like you know, living up to your own action, and, um, and it, it teaches a lot of things that would benefit you uh, in society. Um, so, and, and, and as you can see, a lot of these high school kids, they need some discipline. I mean, seriously. No, so, yeah, so, 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 I, so, I think... I mean, everybody can actually right. do something better with, uh, with their, and, 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 their and, lifestyle and all that. And plus, you know, not all these kids have, you know, proper parents that uh, raise them. So, I think the military, you know, when they enter the military, they can see, oh, you know, this is definitely another option another, another career path that i can take um you know all yeah. these benefits and all this stuff so so it actually w will open more doors for um quote unquote the hopelessness you know the kids that they mm -hmm. graduate and they don't know what else to do with their life um so so i think that that would be a good idea to have to implement rather than just having this worthless system you know, in place that just costs money and right, really does uh, nothing. Yeah, I mean, so the, the the selective service system. I mean, and I guess this is a follow-up question. Let's say they mandate that, okay? Mm -hmm. Because the the design of the selective service system is 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 a little bit different than that. So 
let's say you serve your one year, it's mandated you serve your one year in, in government service. Now, I mean, would, what's three, four years down the road, you know, uh, the, 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 in need, our military is in need of soldiers, um, because mm. obviously, you know, that they don't have enough volunteer. Uh, would they be allowed to select um, certain people later on down the road? Or are you just saying if it's mandated, you serve your one year and that's it, you're done? No, when 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 you serve when you serve your you know your one or two years already, uh, I think they should keep you in the as a reserve. Um, just you okay. know because because and they they have a a system you know for for active and reserve right now, and you know maybe if and I guess they can have different levels of of, of reserve. Uh, they can have you know well where you go and you go train once a month, you go maybe once a quarter, you know things like that. And of course you know how whichever you choose. Um, will affect what benefits you get. You know, so, so, but, but yes, there should be a system uh, for for the reserves, the people that don't want to be active, uh, uh, fully active. Um, that would benefit more than just having a, a, a database of just names and um, and outdated information. So I mean, well, if, if, if 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 they check if they check in, let's say let's say let's say the minimum is uh, twice a year. Okay, so if they check in, mm-hmm. you know, when they check in, you can update all of their address, all their information right there. Um, uh, so, right. so 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 that's you know that would serve many purposes. That system would serve many purposes rather than just you know sitting there with. Um, uh, a bunch of useless information, most likely. Like, like the system is, it, is, is it today. raining cats and dogs? Is it raining cats and dogs right now? Because I think we all just completely agreed on a yeah. uh, a, a system all together. You know, yeah. uh, well, so that, I mean that. Holy shit! I mean, we finally yeah. came to an agreement. You know, and I think that's whatever kind of, you know, uh, instilled it, and we just, I, I think that would be a really, uh, probably the most ideal system. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm in agreement. I mean, yeah. that way, that way we identify uh, right off the bat mm, uh, who is going to be a good soldier or a good engineer, good anything, physician, whoever. We, we can mm-hmm. assess that, and they will be uh, raised, uh, you know, with so, uh, you know, okay. All right, there'll be so more responsible recruits. Yeah, very responsible, at least somewhat. Much more, uh, much more than what how it is now. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, a lot of Marine recruits, they go to Marine because they have already ruined their, <laughs> ruined their life. They have nothing else to do to survive. Yeah. Really. A lot of time we send them recruits are like that. Before that, why don't we, you know, before they ruin their life, why don't we give them the exactly. chance uh, mm-hmm. to, you know, make a decision? Mm-hmm. You know, well, that's just kind of, I mean, that's just like, really, that just solidified all, honestly, that just solidified all the three questions. If you go question yeah. one, 
it, it, it clearly keeps it current. It keeps the, uh, well, it's a different system, of course. It's a mandated system, but it obviously that would be, that service would be uh, current, and then the system would be current, and then number two, it would include all men and women, and number three, it would eliminate any penalties or the advantages coming yes. up. Right. Also. Yeah, well, I, I'm sure it would add uh, also ruin the prison, uh, prison corporations' uh, benefit, you know, the bonuses too. Right. You know, Exactly. I mean, you, you extend this program, you know, you allow, you know, juveniles as well, right when they hit 18, they go, you know, mm-hmm. go serve in the military. And of course, you know, yeah. if, if, if you, you don't have any other skill, of course, you're going to be in combat. You know, you, you'll be yeah. most likely in combat. Um, but if you have skills, then they can definitely, you know, they'll, they'll you, like, you have one, your, your one year of service, uh, combat or non-combat. And then mm-hmm. after that, um, you know, you, you can go to school and get a higher education or, or, or whatever. Um, but, but it, it would definitely open up a lot of doors. It would definitely stop juveniles from, or pre, it will prevent, um, um, it, or I guess I should say, they should, they should lessen juveniles becoming actual criminals um, later down yes. in their lives. Yes. If, if the military is implemented. And, yeah. Yeah, and I think there's so there's so many there's so many high school graduates that you know if if that was mandated, I think there's so many high school graduates that would go into it, and yeah. then you know you know they would go into it, and at first at first they would be like you know they wouldn't volunteer to join the military, but now since it's mandated, and the you know it turns out that they actually enjoy it, and they would right. maybe serve even longer than a year exactly. or whatnot. You know, so I think mm-hmm. I think the outcome would be uh, definitely beneficial for this country as a whole. Yeah. And yeah. we we will appreciate more of what the military does. Uh, we will appreciate more of um, you know how how it is to be a soldier, or um, what it feels like to you know have come. Uh, camaraderie um you know so a lot of good things well we need to appreciate uh not just the soldiers also our teachers also a lot of other people that contributes in our society but yeah that's a very good start definitely right so it, it teaches a lot of valuable life lessons to kids who might have not gotten it from their parents or or lack of parents um you know, back before they turn eighteen. So, um, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, it's, it's it's we're talking about we're talking about real life application that you can't get mm-hmm. in education. Exactly. And you're getting it, you know. And I and things like like that driver said, if you're not getting it from your family, then you can get it in the military. So. Right. Yes. You you yes. definitely you definitely get it from the military. I mean, they. No, they don't mess around. You mess around. Yeah, you you, you have big enough budget for that too. Yeah, I mean, we we we, we shouldn't. Uh, yeah, we have a very a, a huge uh, budget, you know, for military. We can definitely spend use some of that money, you know, to for this uh, to have a system yeah. like this, uh, and it would just benefit really benefit you know 
society as a whole, our country as a whole, you know, and hopefully that will um, make people more responsible, more uh, more caring towards the country, more appreciative um, of the flag, you know, of the kind of the nation, of, of our national anthem. You know, of course, all these recent controversies uh, uh, revolve around, you know, people, uh, too, too many people who disrespect the country and the flag. Mm -hmm. So this would, you know, this something like this would, you know, maybe lessen things like that and be make people more patriotic. Yeah. It would solve all the problems that we have right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, it would. I mean, think about it. The the, the divisiveness would be less. Uh, the respect would be more. I think you know the the sensitivity that people have would be uh, less as well. I mean, I mean, I can tell you this. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> knowing some of the people and uh, uh, reading about the military and their uh, seeing their you know uh, what do you call interviews all that time and time. Uh, there are a lot less racism in the military than among the general population. Mm -hmm. uh, military uh, usually takes uh, everybody as family. Like when you're in a team, uh, they take them as family. I'm, I'm not saying that they don't have any racism, but a lot less yeah, to the much... general public. I mean, because so, you yeah, have that feeling uh, I mean, of brothership. So many things. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Like, they like they brother kill arms, their, their brothers and, like and sisters. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think I think um, I think uh, initially, obviously, the cost would uh, increase because you obviously have to feed all, all the. Uh, well, you know, yeah. the uh, we we we, we can and, definitely and supply, build less missiles. You know, <laughs> we we have more way more than well, enough missiles. Think about <laughs> it. Think about it. The money we will. Uh, you know, we will spend less. We will save right. uh, from the destruction of these people. Caused, right. Caused right. So, so I mean, all well, that, that's, that's 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 what I was hinting to. I think the long right. the long term finances. Right. Oh my God. I mean, you, it's you tremendous. You know, you you you, you yes. don't have to pay benefits. Yes. You know, like government handouts to these people. Um. Um. So so you definitely mm -hmm. save money there. Mm -hmm. And you know, just just increase the military budget, and, uh, you know, and to incorporate that. Yes. Well, the recruitment cost would be the recruitment cost would be eliminated as well, and then um, people, you know, actually staying in the service longer than a year. Mm -hmm. I just think that it's going to be substantially higher than people that are voluntarily joining now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, so yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> This is a defining moment, I tell you what. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so I think we're at the end of our show as well. Oh, and uh, also, yeah, I, 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 well, also, I, I do want to add more. Uh, one more thing. I think this is mandated across the board. Doesn't matter if you're rich, poor, or whatever. You cannot buy uh, yourself out of this. Like, out of the mandate, like you, you can't pay money to get out of it. Uh, because I know that yeah, in, how about in, it, how in, about a sprain? What's that? How about a sprain? Well, a I mean, <laughs> if, it, if it's if it's for medical reason, some medical reason, and it it really has to be a, 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 a it really has to be a compelling reason 
Um, yeah, you I know, understand. Yeah, but, I, but, I agree to that. Yeah. But, but, well, yeah. I, yeah, I, 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 think, I think the, the only... Well, I think the only two reasons would be... I think the only two reasons would be, obviously, your health, if you're not, you know, up up to standard, and if you're serving time in prison, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's why we need to start think, early. Before they yeah. start going yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely think you have to. No, I definitely think you have to be a U.S. citizen. I mean, wouldn't you agree yeah. on that? Definitely. Oh okay. yeah. Wait, so sorry. Um, if immigrants can, cannot serve, uh, I don't think immigrants <laughs> until you become uh, American citizen, because you know you have a process to uh, become a citizen, and people become U.S. citizen from immigrant, uh, you know, or byborn. So once you become, uh, I, well, I, I, uh, I, I, I think, I think it should at least extend to permanent resident because, you know, I mean, uh, because if, if you make it just all citizens, then those people will just stay permanent resident forever and they'll just renew their, uh, green card every 10 uh, years or so. Believe me. Uh, the thing is, uh, uh, this kind of uh, the benefit they're going to see their kids are uh, having and people will not just stay permanent citizens just because that. Well, we, yeah, uh, we, I people mean, we, who come to the United States they want to get their passport as soon as they if you're an immigrant obviously if you're an immigrant and you're not serving the mandated service then exactly you're not getting your you're benefits I think uh, benefits too like you like yeah, yeah which which I, I think I think the benefits should be increased if we activated this mandated service um you know we should add more benefits to it um so yeah I, I definitely think they would be missing out on all those benefits yeah yep. I mean there has to be a uh, you know difference between that and that Sorry. but I I, I think there should be some kind of you know, a, 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 a penalizing system you know for Immigrants who just I who, 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 who. do not want to. I also do not want to penalize. Them. Well, not 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 like penalize, but but it seems that you it it make it obvious that you are at a very dis disadvantageous um uh, state. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. like like it has to make it seem like you 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 are very disadvantaged. Kind of, uh, if you think about it, if this kind of mandatory ever comes and and selective service goes away. Mm-hmm. They're definitely gonna lose all the benefits they can get from the selective service, because mm-hmm. immigrants uh, with permanent residency they have to uh, sign up for selective services as well. Right. So yeah, I, I, I think I, I think I think the highest penalty should still be implemented to um, you know the immigrants that have not become uh, a citizen and therefore they cannot join the military mandated yeah. so I think there should be I think the penalty should be high on it um, and that well, would only penalty, get them uh, to what I'm saying is it's not it shouldn't be a penalty but yeah definitely they're, they're going to lose a lot of benefit which is a penalty in the United States you know uh, uh, select, being a selective service like signing out for selective service you lose a lot of things and especially mm-hmm. the community college you go to, you have to pay full price for it. You're not going to get any kind of government subsidies 
without government subsidies, I wouldn't be able to do it. It was, I mean, it, I mean, it I mean like, no, me. no health yeah. subsidy, no, no Medicaid, no nothing. Like, like they, they get government subsidies. I mean, I also think that they should be fine. There should be a certain fine penalty, like an actual monetary penalty that they should uh, be fined as well. Right, like, I mean, aside from those. Like, 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 um, like so. a fee, and then it, it, it just increases every year that you didn't, you know, you don't. I think that. it should extend to, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, think, you think it should, you think it should what? Uh, well, you have to think, like, a lot of things. Like a lot of foreign residents cannot become uh, U.S. citizens up to a certain mm-hmm. time. Then uh, you have to think like this: uh, a lot of permanent uh, uh, residents uh, they they are permanent residents, uh, but they're also citizen of another country. Do you want? Uh, I mean. If well, I mean, like this, this mandate, you know, of course, pay a penalty. This, this well, mandate. Well, I, th- I would... think, like bad driver, like bad driver mentioned, he he mentioned that you know, you, you know, you got these immigrants that can apply for permanent residency um, over and over and over again, and I think that should be cut off. I think there should be just a limit as how many times you can actually apply and be approved to become a permanent resident. You know, if it hasn't been. Uh, the first time, so maybe I don't know, two or three times more, and that's it. And then after that, you can't apply again. You know, uh, you have to. Like, you know, I mean, apply there's for actually, like um, there's like I mean, naturalized. Like the current selective service system, there's an age, you know, there's an age limit that you can you have to be in you know, to to register. So I mean, mm-hmm. we can have an age um, an age range for this new system as well. So if you're in this in this range. And you didn't sign up, then you should be uh, penalized. Um, but if you know, of course, we don't want like like a fifty or or seventy year old, you know, having forced being forced to <laughs> do military I mean, training. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that, of, that, of course, there there'll be ex- exceptions. You know, we're definitely yeah. going to have to follow that military age restriction, right. and uh, you know, those qualifications, all those comes in. Uh, right. What I'm saying is even the even uh, like say thirty five years old, you can't uh, serve in the military. Right. So the you age range I mean? should I mean, should extend. Yeah. You know, it should extend maybe from eighteen to thirty five. Um, so if you're in that range and you didn't register, um, so that means you broke the law. So so you you'll be penalized. But if you're above that age, right. then then you know then you can go through the other means of becoming a the citizen. The thing is, if you are mandatory, if this is a mandatory thing for uh, uh, say now uh, uh, we call uh, for the U.S. citizens, uh, why would you penalize the permanent residents? Well, you my, you my, you you would penalize as a U.S. citizen too if he or she failed to. Um, no, mandatory for U.S. citizens. There is no penalty. It's just jail time. You don't go. You go to jail. <laughs> That's the penalty. There is no like monetary that I can. Oh well, yeah. Off. Okay. Then then that should it extend. Be like that. That 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 should extend to the permanent residents as well, because they deal no that they. The permanent residents that are within that no, age range, which why? are... No, because when you're in that age range, you're still young. 
So, so, so you're still you able want to send the permanent resident who is also a citizen of another country to uh, military service, learn about uh, 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 without there being U.S. citizens. Okay, then uh, if what are you it, talking about? Then, then they should not be able to renew their um, green card or, or you know unlimited number of times. And maybe that ten years should, right. should 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 right. go down to five years. Um, so now what I'm saying is, correct. there are a lot of permanent residents. They cannot become U.S. citizens. There are a lot of people like that. They just cannot pass the U.S. citizenship test. Well, well, <laughs> that's, well so I mean that's that's the different topic. That's 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 a different are, topic. But but there are, there, there are a lot of other things. There are a lot of other things like. Say uh, I'm a uh, I married to a U.S. Uh, citizen. I come to this country. I have to wait, say, three years or five years before I can become U.S. citizen. That period of time, it's mandatory. It, 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 that restriction is in place by the U.S. government. Why would you penalize that person for it? I understand if you make a clause that if you're eligible to be a U.S. citizen and you are not applying for U.S. citizenship just because you want to bypass the military services, that's when you get penalized. That's when you are abusing the system. Right. That's so, so, so that's what I'm saying. If you're a permanent resident and you're ineligible to become a U.S. citizen, then, then that's it. Your permanent residency is will expire and then you're, you're done. I mean, I, I just I, I don't understand. And why you have like, to, why why wouldn't you eliminate their uh, uh, you know when they apply you know when they apply again they go through the process and they or uh, whatever they get accepted or rejected. Why do you want to interfere in that? That oh you can never apply after that. Why would you do that? No, I'm, I'm saying, yeah, I'm not saying immigrants one too. Time. We don't I'm have saying. to have all the immigrants who lived in this country as foreign residents to be United States citizens. We don't need to. I mean, why? Why not? They they get they have uh, well, be, besides have. besides voting and jury duty. That's all they don't have to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, they get pretty much the same benefit as uh, U.S. citizens. No, you don't get yeah. the same benefit of the. No, you don't understand. They can. They, they, can, they have <laughs> yeah, a license. They have a social security. You don't understand. You don't understand. That's, that's well, maybe, maybe, maybe. Hey, maybe it, it takes them longer to 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 check it to to go through uh, customs at if the airport. You, those are the only two things are different from the U.S. citizen and U.S. foreign resident. Then I disagree because you will see the difference in every single step you make outside the United States as a U.S. citizen or a citizen of another country uh, and U.S. foreign resident. You, you're going to ha have to, you know, with U.S. passports, you get to visit 176 countries without any kind of... Yes, yes that's the point. So that's, that's, that's the point. And that's, that's the point is that we're trying to say the incentives and the benefits of becoming a U.S. citizen as opposed to staying a permanent residency for indefinitely is significantly higher. more and significantly yeah, higher. Definitely. So, definitely. so why, why, would, why, would you, why would you not want to limit the, if, 
why would you not want to limit the permanent residency? Why would you just want to... Because permanent residency does not get those benefits. Why would I uh, limit the permanent residency? Why? Because you're because you're trying to motivate them to become a U.S. citizen, if they're, and if they're mm-hmm. ineligible, then you don't want them squatting as a permanent resident in this country. And why not? Why not? That's my question. Why would you want? Why not? Because they contribute to this country uh, with uh, uh, with their uh, qualifications, their uh, uh, you know skills, and also uh, their tax tax money they uh, put in. Well, and I mean, but, but the, if the contribution that, they make to the society. But if this country if, is built if, on if, if we if we're going to mandate this this military service. And uh-huh. then, then we need that to, to not interfere with the no because because if if it will, I know but if we only it make should. it for U.S. citizens then that means that gives them an incentive to remain as a permanent resident forever just to bypass no. military service. No, what I'm saying is yeah. get becoming U.S. Uh, 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 become, going into the military. And staying as a U.S. Uh, immigrant, uh, U.S. permanent resident, I most of the people, I would say majority, eighty percent of the people would just sign up to be U.S. citizen uh, and go do their one-year uh, service. You know why? Because being an U.S. citizen is significantly higher than being a permanent resident. That's all I'm arguing. Well, that's why I'm. Well, that's why we're, we're trying to. I'm, you, that's why I'm trying to well, get I mean, at. We need to make. We need to make the benefits of U.S. being a U.S. citizen. No, you have to make more. A lot more. If you're eligible, if you're eligible, and you do, you do not become a U.S. citizen because to just to bypass that military service. That's when you get penalized. Well, well, I think I, I think that's going into the immigration policies. Yeah, yeah and I, exactly. That's probably that's probably another uh, topic that we need to yeah. uh, dive upon. You know, but uh, I definitely, yeah, I, I you know, I definitely think that's another um, episode that we can dive into. So, uh, with that said, I know uh, tech support has some takeaway questions for us. Yes, and it is on uh, this hot topic, opioid addiction and uh, the drug, uh, drugs and, you know, the legal drugs, all that. So my first question starts with this. According to American Society of Addiction Medicine, uh, opioid addiction caused 20,101 overdose deaths related to prescription pain relievers and 12,990 overdose deaths related to heroin in 2015. All this data I'm going to give is going to be based on 2015. That's the latest I could find. Total drug overdose related death, uh, drug overdose related deaths in the United States was 52,404 according to drugwarfacts.org. According to National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, uh, mm-hmm. an estimated 88,008 people, approximately 62,000 men and 
6,000 women die from alcohol-related cause annually. Is, is alcohol abuse an epidemic, just like drug abuse? So that's the um, question. Uh, so this is Morgan, I would say yes. Um, I'm, okay. going, I'm going to say yes, too. Okay. So, and my answer is yes, as well. Uh, this is tech support. And let, 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 let me let me just let me just make a point. My my, there's a lot behind my yes, and I'll explain that um, That's sure, sure. And the second question is: According to 2015 National Survey on Drug Use and Health, 15.1 uh, million adults ages 18 and older, 6.2 percent of that this age group, right? Had alcohol use disorder, that's an actual, you know, disorder. Uh, this includes 9.8 million men and uh, 5.3 million women, right? Traffic safety facts research note done by the U.S. Department of Transportation shows that driving under influence of marijuana is significantly less likely to get involved in an accident than a drunk driver to 2015 data. <laughs> Should we treat alcohol? Well, uh, so my yes. Yes. So, uh, 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 we, I mean, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. So my go question ahead. is, should we treat alcohol as other controlled uh, substance? Um, and and what and what aspect? Uh, as the, it, it's the harm to use ratio, I would say. Like, okay, so you do this drug, you get this this harm to your body and the people and the. Uh, the yeah, but I mean, I mean, sir, we're talking I mean, about. Right. I mean, are, are we talking about pro prohibition I mean, what, here or, or what? Yeah, yeah. But what are you trying? Are you talking about, I mean, concerns, obviously there's many drugs out there that are illegal and alcohol is not. So are you talking about illegalizing alcohol? Is that what you're talking about? What I'm saying is, should we treat alcohol as other controlled substance? If other controlled substance is illegal, yes, alcohol illegal. Should we do that? Should we illegalize alcohol? Yes. I mean, that's basic. Okay, I would say no. Okay. Should we legalize alcohol? Huh. I'm going to say no for that as well. All these data shows that we should, but I say no as well. But there's definitely a reason behind it. Uh, because I believe all drugs should be legal. <laughs> okay. In 2015, <laughs> almost half of the arrests for the possession of controlled substance were for uh, mere possession of marijuana for personal use. That number was 574,000. All the data shows that uh, alcohol caused from, uh, more harm and fatality, uh, uh, well, deaths, even more than opioids, right? Yet it is illegal to buy for uh, adults twenty one. Uh, yet it is legal. To are you buy. are you sure? Uh, are 
Are you sure about that? So you're saying that alcohol is more harmful than opium abuse? What I said. The consumption? There are more deaths related to uh, opioid addiction uh, than alcohol addiction. Okay. okay. There are more deaths from alcohol addiction to uh, uh, compared to, you know, uh, opioid addiction. So, okay. uh, yet it is legal to buy for adults 21 and over. Should we revise the law and make marijuana legal? But my third question was, not just opioid, we were uh, comparing it with um, uh, marijuana, especially, and opioid uh, caused marijuana. I, I was not able to find any data uh, for marijuana that uh, shows that, uh, you know, marijuana can kill you. But <clears throat> I was able to find opioid, uh, which is, I think, uh, it's, uh, it's lesser kind of drug than, uh, you know, based on our U.S. Uh, federal law. Uh, but opioid kills more people uh, uh, than marijuana. Marijuana zero opioid is uh, somewhere 33,000 30, last year, uh, 2015. Okay. But uh, alcohol okay. kills even more. Should we revise the law and make marijuana legal federally? Oh man! Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the question is: Should should we legalize marijuana? Uh, should we? Well, did you hear the whole question? <laughs> it also gives you a lot of data. If you did, yeah, I'm gonna have to repeat it again. No. Um, well, that's the, the, your question is based on those data. Should marry revise the law and make marijuana legal? Yes. Okay. Then yes. Since alcohol is legal. Yes. Yes. Okay. Legalize marijuana. We legalize weed. And I say yes as well. Federally, I'm not saying that state has to, you know, take the federal uh, uh, regulation. If they can deny, it, they want to deny, it, they can, but. Uh, so, yeah, uh, go ahead, Manga. Okay, so, um, it's, uh, I understand about the drug, ways there are apples and oranges, um, you, you mm -hmm. are comparing apples and oranges and that, and so I think, um, I would say, yes, we should legalize it, but it's a loaded yet. Uh, when you say apple to oranges, what I uh, what I compared is not marijuana or opioid or alcohol. What I said was uh, all these, uh, all all three of these cause addiction, and all three of these may have killed people. I was not able to find any information regarding marijuana, but I'm sure if you go paranoid, you may harm yourself. Right? There are few fatalities, but uh, at, at that, uh, you know, both are fruits, uh, both are, uh, you know, uh, causes harm, both, all, all of them, uh, you know, may kill you. But, yeah, so that, your final question, your, your final question 
or should we legalize marijuana? And that's only that's only a natural comparison to what is legalized, which is alcohol. Okay, so the question kind of leads into a comparison of alcohol and marijuana because alcohol is legal and marijuana is illegal, and that's what you're asking is if we should legalize marijuana. So again, apples and oranges on the drugs, but I would say yes to that question. So. Okay, uh, we will discuss more on this. So that's it uh, for today. And uh, uh, tune into our podcast. Uh, we have a we have a show every episode every week, and uh, uh, we wish to see you again. To stay with us. Stay tuned. We have all our uh, previous shows uploaded. Uh, listen to them, download them, subscribe to us. And thank you very much. God bless. God bless. God bless.